It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Hey, good morning and welcome to the travel and cruise industry news podcast for this, the sixth day of November, 2023. Coming to you from the studios in Forest, Virginia. Good to be back home uh, for a few days, at least, maybe. Still haven't made a decision on that one yet. Uh, before I get to everything today, just so everybody knows, the drive back from Richmond yesterday, once I finally got into Richmond, I mean, it went fine, except my toe did not do well driving for three hours. And I'm planning on driving for, what, 16, 17 hours for the cruise coming up. Because I couldn't get a seat on the plane that wasn't near the front so I could get to it without passing out. So, I don't know. I'm uh, I'm contemplating. Then I've got other personal matters that are factoring into that decision that I haven't been able to make a determination on yet. So, we'll, we'll see. I'll know something by tomorrow. All right. Headlines today, Holland America introduces accessible tours. Water taxi saves the day. Today's controversy, can you wear your PJs to breakfast on a cruise? Carnival adds more than a million dollars, more million dollars slot tournaments. Chinese company officially names its first new build. Royal Caribbean caught in an untruth. Aha. Uh-huh. Three new cruise terminals. Regal Princess arrives in Texas and Costa in India. That and lots more here at 11 o'clock this morning. Man, we got a busy show. All right, guys. Today's National, National Nachos Day. I can deal with that. I, I like some nachos with cheese sauce. I like it with uh, cheese sauce, onions, and salsa. I mean, I, I like nachos about any way you can do them. Uh, of course, Mexican restaurant, even though they sometimes don't call it nachos. And, you know, the chips you get as an appetizer in a restaurant with a little salsa or guacamole or whatever. Uh, that's pretty close. So, Anyway, I'll, I can deal with any of that. So I don't mind a little nacho somewhere along the line today. If you're listening via the podcast, <clears throat> welcome aboard. Uh, many of you found out, uh, and I'm going to get on that a little bit later, that there was an extra podcast uh, on Saturday because I did a unscheduled uh, uh, event on Saturday. If you missed that, some of you want, might want to go back and check that out. Uh, If you're listening via the podcast, you can always access it via my blog, which is accessadventure.net, or wherever you get your podcast from. All the big guys tune in, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Podchaser, Stitcher, any of them to search for travel and cruise industry news, and up pops the fat travel guide. There's always a description in the podcast uh, with a link. If you ever want to jump over to the video feed, 
Just look for the link in the description, click on it, and then you can see whatever pictures or clips or interviews I'm using in that day's show. Uh, if you haven't done so, folks, please uh, smash that thumbs up button and take this as my invitation to join us. Uh, we're uh, moving steadily along with the way of uh, subscriptions. And uh, that, of course, is a good thing for the channel. Uh, you can hit that little bell notification and that'll let you know when I go live or when a new video is posted. All right. <clears throat> which this is almost the top story today. There is no weather, at least in the Atlantic and the Pacific. I know you guys on the other side of the pond, you guys have the weather now. But at least for now, nothing in the Atlantic and nothing in the Pacific. So the main part of our cruise world on this side of the pond we don't have to look at anything for a change. All right, let's get to the real heart of this uh, matters this morning as far as the news goes. And that has to deal with Holland America. And folks, I got to tell you, and I'll be perfectly honest about it. When I first read this story this morning, it brought tears to my eyes. Holland America is introducing new accessible tours on its 2024 Caribbean itineraries designed for guests with all levels of accessibility. Travelers can, choo can choose among 13 new tours spanning 12 ports, 11 countries and territories. These tours enable guests to explore then destinations, nature, culture, and cuisine without worrying about accessibility. The excursion offers a range of experience from waterfalls to sea turtles to tequila and to rum. The company's accessible, accessible tours are carefully curated to avoid steps and stairs while vehicles for the tours all have wheelchair ramps and lips. Now, I know my friend Christy has been working a lot with Holland America. I sent her a message this morning. Did you see this? Or did you know about this? That's what it said. Did you know about this? And she just said, yes. So Christy had something to do with this. I'm promising you. Because she's made some great strides with Holland America. Uh, so that's awesome. The reason it so much got to me, folks, it happened again this week. I, the second thing I do on a cruise ship, and I talked about this a little bit on my blog post this morning. The first thing I do on a cruise ship is take care of the stupid mustard drill. You know, now a lot of the times you've got to have looked at a video in the cabin, and then you have to just go flash your card at them, and they record that you've been there. So it's not like it used to be. But anyway, I take care of that first. The second thing I do is go to the excursion desk. And I ask them, what kind of wheelchair accessible excursions do you have? And I get all kinds of that. Oh, sure, we've got plenty. Here, let me show you. And I'll go through and they'll say, yeah, here's one uh, where you, you only have to walk up six steps to get on the bus. And I say, uh-huh, that's uh, wheelchair accessible, six steps. 
Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I said, and what they're going to do with the wheelchair? Oh, they'll just put it in the luggage compartment. Put it in the luggage compartment? you got women that drive the, some of these excursion buses. You're going to ask her to pick up a 118-pound, $5,000 wheelchair and put it in the luggage compartment and get it back out every time she stops? I can't do that myself. Oh, well, okay. Well, then maybe that wouldn't work. Well, yeah, let's, let's see. Well, yeah, uh, well, here's another one. It says it's a, it's accessible for everyone. Some steps involved. I said, okay, so how do you think I'm going to ride my wheelchair up and down stairs? Oh, well, you just have to stay at the top. I said, so you want me to book and pay for a tour? that I have to stay at the top. I can't even hear what the guide is saying or see what I'm going to the to place to start with. Does that make any sense? The problem is, folks, these people on excursions, they don't even know what a wheelchair-accessible tour looks like. And they surely don't have it, you know, oh, you need a wheelchair excursion? Here's my list of accessible excursions. Let's see what fits you the best. I mean, that's what I'd do if I was doing it. But they, they don't know that, which tells me the cruise lines don't know that either. It's just like uh, sometimes the uh, the people in charge that I try to deal with don't have any idea why push button or automatic bathroom doors are so important to any disabled person, whether you're on a scooter or a wheelchair. They don't have a clue. Anyway, so when I see accessible tours, man, it did. I thought, oh, my God, how awesome is that? All right. So here's the list of Holland America's 2024 accessible tours. They include Easy Nassau Forts, the Pirate Museum and Distillery in Nassau. The five-hour Nassau Shore Excursion includes a visit to Fort Montague. Fort Fincastle and the famous Queen Staircase. And no, you don't have to walk them down the stairs. And the Pirate Museum in Nassau at John Wakeling's Distillery. Guests can sample rum and produced a rum that's produced there and learn about the distilling process. Harrison Cave in Bridgetown, Barbados. The tour takes guests to uncover the magic of Harrison's Cave, explore hand, handcraft shops and botanic garden areas and see an exhibit of indigenous artifacts excavated from sites nearby. Sea Turtles and Allen Island Drive in Georgetown, Grand Cayman. The Grand Cayman Shore Excursion visits the Cayman Turtle Center, the Formations of Hell, um, and uh, Tortuga Rum Company. Travelers will also enjoy a panoramic drive past the governor's residence and Seven Mile Beach. And in Rotan, Monkey Sloth and Iguana Interaction at the Mahogany Bay, Honduras. After a panoramic drive to the Monkey and Sloth Sanctuary, guests can also browse a local flea market, visit popular attraction, that is the Iguana and Marine Preserves. So, I mean, that's pretty cool, folks. A completely, those tours are all going to be accessible. Different ships, but it, if it goes to any of those places, that's going to be available to you folks. 
I have no idea what the prices are like yet. I have not seen that end of it. But still, man, that's just awesome to have some absolute wheelchair accessible uh, excursions on cruise ships. Uh, it's just, just awesome. All right, I'll be back with some more news after a quick break from one of our network sponsors. All right, guys, this was, quite frankly, this was almost the top story today because it is a wonderful story. A barge broke free from a mooring in Seattle. Now, that sounds horrible, yeah? Due to high winds, but a quick-thinking water taxi captain saved the day. The barge drifted across Elliott Bay towards the Seattle waterfront, posing a threat to the Great Wheel and the Seattle Aquarium. The crew of the King County water taxer, Dot Maynard, noticed this and took action. Captain Dan Crebell and his crew intercepted the barge using the bow of the Dock Maynard to redirect it away from the heart of the waterfront. The crew's quick thinking and efforts minimized the impact of the barge collision with the Bell Street Cruise Terminal. Norwegian uses that same terminal in season. Thankfully, it's over. And there were no Norwegian ships sitting there for that barge to crash into. Anyway, Norwegian uses that during the entire summer Alaska cruise season. Videos online show the barge hitting the barrier near the pier and the Seattle Aquarium. The extent of the damage is not known at this point. A witness said the water taxi is maybe on one of the only reasons this didn't hit the aquarium. Can you imagine the aquarium getting rammed by a barge? Oh, my stars. The dist- distance from the Bell Street Cruise Terminal and, and uh, to the Seattle Aquarium is approximately 1,700 feet. The U.S. Coast Guard was promptly notified and responded to the scene. Three tugboats arrived at 1.35 p.m. and regained control of the barge, securing it securing it, and transporting it to Terminal 115. The, crew, the Coast Guard has launched an investigation into the incident. I imagine so. Uh, the thing that amazed me about that, uh, that's not a very big boat to head off a loaded barge. I mean, that's that's pretty awesome that they were able to do that and really save a just catastrophic damage, uh, you know, if it hit at the wrong place. So congratulations to Captain Dan and the Maynard. All right. I'm surprised that this has become a thing again. You can go back to 2018 and uh, Tony, before he was anything, when he was a little guy like me, a little guy in numbers. He did a piece on this in 2018. Can you wear PJs to breakfast on a cruise ship or or even one of those big fluffy white robes? Wear that to breakfast. My answer, 
Hell no. Plain and simple. <clears throat> Cruise lines of all types tend to have a dress code for evenings and dinners, but they don't have one set out for breakfast. The only caveat here is that you can't wear a swimsuit to any venue at any time. You must always cover up. Well, I would hope so. Turns out, most mainstream cruise lines, Carnival, Norwegian, and Royal Caribbean, have no problem with passengers coming to breakfast in pajamas or robes for the buffet. They might start you, stop you at the bank dining room. God, I was astonished. However, from a social standpoint, wearing pajamas or a robe to a cruise ship breakfast is controversial. Many cruisers consider that this a cruise ship buffet faux pas. That would be me. I sure wouldn't do it. I can't believe anybody would. So, uh, all right, folks, I thought that was funny. All right, so the next one has to deal with our buddies over Carnival. Carnival Cruise Line just held their second $1 million slot tournament on the newest cruise ship, the Carnival Celebration. 1,691 guests competed for the millions of dollars with first prize bringing in a half million. It was the largest ever casino competition in Carnival's history. Carnival will hold two million-dollar slot tournaments in 2024. The first will take place on May 18th, sailing on the cruise line's next new ship, the Carnival Jubilee. The second competition will be held on Mardi Gras. This slot tournament will take place on November 2nd, 2024, sailing from Port Canaveral. Good story from Carnival if you guys like slot tournaments. All right, we go over in Asia for the next story, folks. The um, Chinese cruise line Adora Cruises has officially named its largest vessel to date, Adora Magic City, in a ceremony in Shanghai. The vessel is the second in the young cruise line's fleet and the first tailor-made new build that will set sail uh, as Adora Cruises, offering the best possible ocean-going experience for her guests. Adora Cruises' newest ship, Adora Magic City, has been officially named in Shanghai at the Wagakiao shipyard. The new ship is an impressive one, modified 135 million gross ton uh, ship, a Vista-class vessel that measures 323 meters, that's 1,063 feet in length, features 16 decks. Onboard guests will enjoy 26 different restaurants and bars, as well as the first German brewery at sea in Asia, a stunning stage production titled Marco Polo, an enchanted love tale, and much more. Congratulations to... The folks over in Shanghai. Right. Royal Caribbean International has reached out to guests booked on the April 29th sailing of Allure of the Seas to inform them of an itinerary change for the single with 
excuse me, an itinerary change for the single port of call on a cruise. A birthing conflict is cited as the reason for the switch, despite the original port of call being one of the busiest cruise ports in the world with multiple docks to accommodate several vessels simultaneously. So the ship was supposed to go to Cozumel. Sails one day at sea, Cozumel one day at sea, and back home. Instead, they're going to go to Labadee, Haiti. Sail a day at sea, Labadee, Haiti, a day at sea, and back home. Because of birthing conflicts. Now, the problem is with the uh, Royal Caribbean saying that, okay, uh, that was uh, May the 2nd, I believe it was, was the date that they were supposed to be in Cozumel. There's only two cruise ships scheduled that day. Cozumel regularly can have five cruise ships. And if they're pushed, can make it six. Clearly, two cruise ships does not cause a berthing issue. I'm trying to figure out why in the world that became an issue. I thought, well, maybe it's closer. They're saving fuel. You know, I looked at the the rough sea mileage. It's about the same. About the same time. The difference is Labadee is a Royal Caribbean uh, venture. So if you go to Labadee, instead of buying those pina coladas from uh, some independent person in Cozumel or taking excursions in Cozumel or going to some of their local restaurants, you have to get it from Royal Caribbean. That's the only difference I can see because it's not a birthing issue. So, Royal Caribbean got caught in a big white lie on that one. All right. The Canary Islands is getting three new uh, docks. Canary Island are set to see significant infrastructure development with the construction of cruise terminals in Las Palmas de Gran Canaria. Lanzarote and Fuerteventura with an investment surpassing 40 million euros. <clears throat> the project led by Global Ports Canary Islands aims to boost the economic impact of cruising in the region. Pretty cool. Canary Island is getting some new stuff. Regal Princess is now home porting in Galveston, Texas, which marks the milestone as the largest princess ship ever to home port in Texas. Congratulations to Galveston and to Regal Princess. 
By the way, folks, I mentioned this earlier. On Saturday, I did a unscheduled, unannounced podcast. I chatted about two stories. A man overboard from the Norwegian uh, cruise line on a chartered cruise and a carnival art heist. If you missed it Saturday and want to check out either one of those stories, check out the broadcast from Saturday. They're, they're you know, they're both interesting stories. By the way, the search for the missing man has now been called off. There's still no word on the art heist folks being officially charged with anything yet. So, uh, finally this morning, Costa Cruises officially launched its domestic cruise program for Indian travelers with the arrival of the Costa Serena. Serena. at its home port in Mumbai on Saturday. The Italian flag vessel is poised to embark on a variety of sailings, featuring two, three, and five-night voyages departing from various ports, including Mumbai, Goa, Kochi, and the island of Agati. The enticing venture is scheduled to commence on November 4th and extend until January 2024. So, Here's the way I look at this, folks. Excuse me. All right. So this would give you all an opportunity to cruise with one of those annoying telemarketers that call you all the time. And I can just picture it. An excursion on this cruise in in India. Telemarketers swimming with the sharks. I'd be right up there. Oh, I know. I'm being politically incorrect. And not all Indian folks are telemarketers. There's just an awful lot of them. So I might be the main job in India today. You know, I, I don't know. All right, that's going to wrap up the news portion of today's show. Let's go see who's in the chat room fussing at me today. Could be lots of folks. Hot Air Tom is with us from Williamsburg, Virginia. Sonny's with us. She's down in Mississippi. Robert's here. Thank you for the sending me those articles this morning, Robert. Man, I, I, I haven't figured out how I can use that, but that was fascinating. Robert sent me um, a uh, Condé Nash uh, article on uh five or six most i don't know destitute destinations in the world so i don't remember the exact wording but i was, i scanned through it real quick i didn't totally you know read it word for word yet but i mean there were several in there i didn't have i didn't look where they were i didn't have a clue that was a really good article so i'm looking forward to really spending some time with that one katie's with us hi katie Mike's here from the other side of the pond. Hi, Mike. How did you get back? How did you get back to JFK? I couldn't find a post. Okay. The unfortunate story. 
I decided I'm going to do, you know, try to uh, beat the system. And I got off the boat. Then this was a suggestion of one of the guys from, from customer service. So this wasn't totally my doings. I got off the boat. They let me off early. So I was one of the first people after the mad rush of people taking their own luggage and stuff off. I was the first group called for luggage. So I went down and I got my two suitcases, my suitcase and my, uh, uh, you know, my, um, what do you call it? My computer case and got a, a porter. And I said, okay, I need to do something. I need to see if I can find some of the uh, transfer buses and see if the driver has anything for wheelchair accessibility. And if he has a seat and how much it would cost, I'd jump with the chance. I said, I spent $133 to get here from, from JFK to, to start another cruise. And I'd like to not spend that much money again. The guy says, got you hooked right up. I'll take you to the man. I said, okay. So we go to the man. The man says, yeah, we got buses going to JFK. And we got accessible uh, also. I said, okay, how much? He said, $25. I said, sold. So I take a $50 bill out of my pocket. I give the guy the $50 bill. He gives me $25 back. I give the $25 to the porter for taking me to the guy. I'm happy as a clam. So we roll out to where the buses are. And... The one going to JFK, no accessibility, no way of getting the, the, the wheelchair on the bus. No ramp, no lift. So I said, well, they didn't send one that's accessible. Let's see if we can get another one over here. So they said, uh, get on the phone and they're calling. They can't, they can't find a bus that's got any wheelchair accessibility. So finally, after about 30, 45 minutes of this, the guy says, look, we're going to put you in a, in a taxi and, uh, and we're going to refund your money. In other words, we ain't paying for it. Uh, we'll give you your $25 back. So they roll me back over and I roll back over. They took my luggage over to uh, one of the accessible taxis. Don't get me wrong, folks. I'm glad they have them in New York. So uh, before I rolled up the guy's ramp into the back of the taxi, I said, okay, how much is this going to cost me? And he says, $120. I said, well, that's better than 133 I said, okay, let's go. So I paid the $120 plus a tip. Better than 133 plus a tip, right? But I also gave my porter 25 bucks that I would normally maybe have given him 10, you know. So it ended up costing me more in the long run out air, Tom. But I got to the airport, and there was never any worry about getting there on time. I had like four and a half hours to kill. You know, uh, the flight got in. 10 minutes early to Richmond 
And man, I was just tired enough that it was a struggle getting the uh, the chair on the the lift and strapped down, and my luggage and my luggage in the car, and all that. I was done. <laughs> and then driving home, my damn toe started hurting, and it's still hurting. It's not quite as bad as it was the day they wanted to drill for oil, but it's pretty close. So that's another thing that's factoring into my decision on my, you know, Pittsburgh Jason cruise that I, I was leaving Wednesday after an oncology appointment and driving 900 miles to Miami. Now, what's that going to do to the toe? So I don't know. That's all part and partial of me figuring out what the hell's going to happen. All right. Steve's with us out in Kentucky. Hey, Steve. Kenneth's here. I'm Pennsylvania. Hi, Kenneth. Cindy's with us. Hey, Cindy. There's Dennis, too. Hi, Dennis. The U.S. sending low-pressure systems toward the U.K. through the end of December. Repeated storms are forecast. Yeah. We're trying to get rid of that crap, Mike. Send it all to you. <laughs> it makes my job so much easier. I don't have to track damn storms anymore. I hope it's done for the year. You can have them. <laughs> I really don't mean that, Mike. You know that. Emily's with us. Hi, Emily. So Gretchen. Hey, Gretchen. Up in Ohio. Emily says, tomorrow I will be working the voting polls all day and night from 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. It's good for you, Em. I know you do that on a regular basis. A reminder that the Turtle Center in Grand Cayman is a farm raising them for the restaurants. It's not a sanctuary. Ooh, I did not know that one, Dennis. Good for you, Emily, Gretchen says. I'm voting, of course, and I have to call in for jury duty tonight. But since I wasn't called for today and it's a short court week, now November 11th holiday, observe Friday. Um, I'll be off the hook. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying now. I saw a bit of a barge carrying deadly benzene near Houston being sliced in half by a ship, which is why you shouldn't eat Gulf seafood since benzene is the most toxic substance. Wow. When did that happen? Emily says, if I could wear my PJs, I would. Well, at least you wear PJs. <laughs> Sorry, Em, I couldn't resist. Uh, get up and grab food, then go back and get ready for the day. That's cool. And it's not, I mean, that's not my style. Let's put it that way. I get up and get ready for the day, and then I go to breakfast. So, I mean, in my case, I get up like four hours before that, and I take morning pills, and yeah, I can't eat for a couple hours after that. So then it gets around time for breakfast. I'll go eat. If I'm on a cruise, I'll eat so I get ready to do my show. 
which I've been working on since, you know, like four o'clock when I took the pills. Dennis says, I don't wear pajamas, so they're that. That's what I was referring to, Dennis. Neither do I. So, uh, Cindy says, last year, today, we were on the Carnival Paradise. Yeah, showed up in your Facebook memories. Yes, we were, Cindy. Fuel cost savings. Labadi. Labadi. La ba di. Okay. Captive spending. Yeah, captain spending is it. It can't be fuel cost savings, Dennis, because it's about the same mileage. Uh, you know, I, just, I don't get that. I think captive spending, that's it. And then why only for one cruise? I mean, if you're going to do that, then you're going to take 40 cruises going to Cozumel. And send them on to all on to Labadi. But one, and then claim it's a birthing issue. Yeah, no. That's the big, I don't mind them changing the itinerary. I mind them lying about it. I keep saying, I say this over and over again to these cruise lines, just being honest with them. We're big boys and girls. We can take it. But shoot straight with us. Canaria. Canaria. I don't know if I can ever get to Canaria. Yes, Serena. Serena. Say Reina, roll the R. I had to say Reina right, but I didn't get the R rolled. Uh, the Indians check out your computer in person. Yeah, and charge you six hundred dollars, you know, to do whatever they do. Kevin from Mumbai, laugh out loud. Yeah, Dennis and the buff and the buffet. Yeah, there you go. Ah, we'd be close on that one. So I'd be right there with him. And me and the buff, like, you know, that's whale. Tom, have you watched on where the call center scammers paycheck vids where hackers uh, destroy their computers and delete their database? Wow. That makes no sense to pay so uh, dearly from Brooklyn Red Hook to JFK. Man, I thought so. The cruise line transfers are $44. So, okay, so if I paid, you know, 15, 20% more than that for a taxi, $60. I would have been perfectly happy with that. But 133 and then 120 and that was a flat fee. On a day when the marathon was running, and we could have easily been stopped and held up by that, too. Dennis thinks it was June 2018 or 19. Okay, i got to go look that one up, Dennis. Takes several years to clean out the Gulf, several years before the incident was um, 
Several years before that incident was a massive petrol spill in the Gulf. I do remember the uh, the oil spill. Yeah. So true. We are big boys and girls. Yes, we are. Just be straight with us. Yeah, I, I fuss all the time about that. I just, you know, I know you got your PR crap that you got to adhere to. Not for people that love to cruise. You know, we'd a whole lot rather you be honest with us. So, anyway, I'll throw one other thing out, folks. Um, I don't know if this will go anywhere or not, but there was some talk on this past cruise of me doing um, guest lectures on cruise ships, on uh, cruising with disabilities, traveling with disabilities, or tips for somebody that's just starting to use a scooter or a wheelchair or any number of subjects in that vein. I mean, I could deal with that. I mean, not that I'm not busy enough on a cruise ship as it is now, but you schedule me, you know, two or three times during a cruise and make it worth my while. Yeah, I could deal with that. 15-minute TED Talk. Yeah. I'd be, you know, that'd be great. I'd be happy to do that. So, anyway, I've talked to my people at Will, power chairs, of course, and scoot around. They think that's a terrific idea. As a matter of fact, they're putting a list of people together that we can approach and give them the idea and see where it goes. So, that'd be all right. You should do disability discussions. Why not? Go for it. I agree. I thought it was a terrific idea. And quite frankly, one that I would not even uh, thought of. Surprised that I didn't think of that. Because normally, but then I'm getting old and I'm getting forgetful. Like Hot Air Tom says. So everyone will listen to you and take your advice. Well, I mean, not necessarily, but at least I've got some advice to give. So I've been there, done that. So, all right, guys. That's going to wrap me up for today. Again, it's going to be a pretty busy week and a big decision to make, and i got to make it between now and tomorrow. So I'll let you know what I end up with. All right, guys. That's going to wrap me up for today. Uh, as always, stay safe, stay healthy, think about cruising, and hopefully one day soon we'll all get together on the high seas. Have a phenomenal day, everybody. See you tomorrow. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry. So if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, ports of call, cruises themselves, chilly chats, and travel and cruise industry news, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner. Hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises.